0: hearts this morning, God, we come to give you praise and worship and adoration and to be a thankful people. So Lord, thank you that your presence is here today. Stir our hearts and our lives, God. Draw us close to you and transform us from the inside out. We love you, Father. We dedicate our lives to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. You can have a seat. Good morning, church. Good morning. What a great time to worship, to come together and give God praise Uh, I know many of you may be traveling this week and with Thanksgiving upcoming, there's things on our mind already about family coming in town or preparing food or football or all the things that kind of Thanksgiving's become in our country and our nation. But for us as followers of Jesus today, we want to stop and be thankful. We want to be a grateful people. And so this is kind of our family Thanksgiving service, and I love this service. I love as we come and respond back to the Lord, maybe you're watching online today, that we just draw our hearts to Him, and we stop before everything gets crazy in our lives and just say, God, thank you. Thank you for what you've done in my heart, in my life. Thank you for what you've done among us as your people. In church, we have so much for which to be thankful. I mean, individually we have so much, but as a church, as a body, we have so much. And God's done amazing things this year, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I think about what God's doing here, growing us as disciples. And all that He's been teaching us this year, whether it's through our Immeasurably More series or our series on battle plan and, and talk about spiritual warfare or our study on Daniel. As we dove into God's Word and just said, we want to be a man or a woman after heart of God. As I studied Habakkuk, as we walk through image and Psalm 139, and what does that mean in our own hearts and our lives? And God's growing us right here. God's growing our Nolensville campus, and it's so exciting to see what's happening there, or thrive that's happening on Thursday nights. God's also raising up disciples that are preschool and children and students, and there's so many kids that are surrounding us, and I love seeing them grow in the Lord. I love hearing my daughters talk about the things they learned in Sunday school, and quote verses that they heard. I love that. I love what God is doing this year just as we reach out to our community. And the Father's Son Bowl this year was so awesome. And Carrie Clark then had this idea to on Sunday have a special day for fatherless kids in our own community. And many of you men in our church went out and played football the entire day with kids and just seeing the joy on their face and thinking, wow. Thankful for what God's doing overseas and whether it's Moldova or the Amazon, or South Africa, or so many other places that you guys have been serving and watching lives being impacted. I'm thankful for what's happening right here. 413 Strong and the Path Project and lives are being impacted for Christ. And guys, we've had uh, so many people baptized this year. and Many of you, maybe you've been baptized this year or your son or your daughter has been baptized and just, man, that holy moment of watching God work in their life or in your life. Praise God, um, It's been a special year for me. On Father's Day, I had the chance to baptize my youngest daughter. And Kate, and I just, man, it just fills me with joy and laughter. I can't even just be thankful. God, thank you for what you're doing in her life and in our lives. I want you to see this video because there's a guy in our church who's been baptized this year. And I just want you to listen as he shares a little bit of his story with you.
1: Thanks for coming in
0: and doing this
1: and telling us a little bit about your story. And so I know you, but maybe not everybody else does. So just tell us who you are, your family, and then bring us just a summary of your life uh, leading up to the accident that you had this past year.
2: I uh, am uh, a native of New York, met my wife in the military. Uh, we were married and um, uh, moved to uh, Wisconsin and Utah and, and and then from there down here. We've been living here a little over five years. Have a son, Nathaniel, uh, and uh, he's 13 and great kid and love, love my family. Uh, I work for a company that um, cures cancer. Um, it's, uh, it's called Marion Medical Systems and they, uh, we make linear accelerators and uh, for the uh, treatment of cancer. So it's a great, fulfilling job summarize where you were leading up to that point spiritually
1: what did you know about God believe about God what has that part of your life been like
2: yeah so I uh, I, I was um, uh, saved in 1982 and so I've been sort of up and down and uh, until I met my wife really I was just sort of just kind of routine type of thing uh, and, and that was just the way I, I, I guess I was brought up and um, until I met my wife and, and we really started, you know, going to small groups and those type of things. And then especially at Rolling Hills, we met a really good small group and um, we just loved the, loved the families. And um, during during that uh, small group time, we, we would have fun and we would talk about different aspects of, of uh, Christianity. And, um, you know, it was brought up one time about um, being baptized and, and You know, I was like, "Eh, don't say anything because, you know, I was baptized as a very, as a child and um, never been, even though I was saved. And so, you know, I was just, uh, there was a a friend, a good friend, uh, Mark, and, you know, I mentioned, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't baptized, immersed and uh, he's like, I want to do it, let's go do it. And, and so I'm like, no time out. And so um, it was, it was laid on my heart, but I kind of sort of, I don't want to say ignored it, but that's probably, you know, if looking back, I I probably ignored it because of, you know, so many different, I'm too old, I'm this, I'm that, or whatever, and, um, and so, up to the event of you know the accident. Tell us about the accident. You know what you're willing to
1: share about what happened to you guys this year.
2: Yeah. So we were uh, hit hit uh, by a drunk driver head-on, um, going at a high rate. We were on on uh, uh, 40. That accident, you know, it, it impacted not only my life but the way I thought. And uh, it was a high impact accident, probably. Between 65 and 80 miles an hour, we, we impacted the, the, the two cars. And so, you know, at the time, you know, you're just, you're traumatized. And and even after the days, you know, after that, and as you're trying to heal, and not only physically, but, but mentally, and, and emotionally, and even spiritually. And uh, I, I thought, you know, at first, it, it made me rethink of, you know, it changed my life. It made me rethink of how I look at life. You know, you start thinking, doing all the what ifs, you know, what if I stopped, you know, for gas earlier? What if I, what if I, what if I? And it was, as I was thinking, you know, and and praying about, it was always I, I, I. And then I stopped and I said, wait a second, it's not about me. Even though we had this accident, god was there to protect us um, and so you know i i have to i have to realize that that you know what without god i am nothing and so so as i was look you know kind of thinking about that and praying about that I, I just you know i know now that i think differently it's not about me it's about everybody else but me god will take care of me and because he put me on here to do something, and, and I don't know why that accident happened, right? But it happened, okay. And that's all I that's all I need to know. That, that God made it happen for a reason. And and I'll know maybe one day. I will know one day. But for now, um, I could do all the ifs. Well, if this, if that, if you know, you could go crazy thinking about all the stuff. All I need to do, and I just step back and I say, you know what, Lord, thank you for being who you are and for allowing me to have another day with my family, with my friends, and now loving you more than ever. I'm so glad that um, you
1: guys were okay. I know you sustained, you and Vicki and Nathaniel, all sustained physical injuries, but I'm just first so glad that you guys were able to walk away from that because there are, uh, as we've been so many tragic accidents. and. And we don't know from one day to the next what's going to happen. And, and something could happen to any one of us at any moment. And so just knowing that um, God protected you guys and that um, he has a purpose for you guys, is just, it's exciting to see that part of your story. And I love how you've just identified that you don't know why God allowed that to happen or all the things he wants to teach you from that event in your life. But you know that he was with you and that he has a purpose. Um, and that purpose is to be about other people. So that's... That's exciting. How did how did that in any way kind of lead you back to the conversation about baptism?
2: You know what the the Lord protected me, and and so how can I not be obedient to Him? And and so you know go back four and a half years, probably even further than that, uh, in my life where. You know he's been telling me or asking me or or prompting me the holy spirit to say get baptized and and ignoring him and you know what now how can i how can i do that knowing that he's with me all the time so in order to be obedient, I needed to do that, even though personally I'm embarrassed or, or you know, I'm too old or I'm, I'm this or that. And you know what, I have to just leave that aside because how can I not obey God? You know, knowing
1: how God works in our lives, um, would you go back now and have um, kind of changed the accident or stopped it from happening and taken that part of your life
2: away? Uh, no. and. And I say that because uh, God, God is in control. God knows everything about me even before I know about me. So God has a plan for everything. It's just, it's perfect. And it might not be perfect for us in that situation, but it is if you look at it from his glorious perspective.
3: God's mercy and his favor and his faithfulness. Let's stand together
4: and continue to worship this morning.
5: Let your praise be ever on our lips, because your worth is not determined by our circumstance. Good or bad, you are worthy to be praised, God.
0: And we give you praise, and let your praise ever be on our lips. God, this morning I pray that praise and thanksgiving will flow out of our hearts for one another and for you. Let this be a day that we truly say, We are thankful. We are thankful for all you've done, all you'll do. Thank you for this place. Thank you, God, for our lives because of your son. Thank you for Jesus. We all say together in Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated.
1: Thank you, God, for trusting me to be
0: his dad. Door closes, you're still going to take care of me.
6: And thank you for Cheetahs and Pickles and Fairings and Mommies and Daddy.
4: Thank you, Father for always giving me perspective.
7: I'm so sorry.
1: Thank you, God, that you are the great physician of both my body and my soul.
0: Father, thank you. For knowing my family's needs, even before I do.
6: And for ladybugs, and old people, and Disney movies, and Miss Walker, and for reminding me that I'm never alone.
7: Thank you, God, for what I have. And also, I wouldn't mind an upgrade soon.
3: peace, and patience. Lord, especially patience.
6: And thank you for Jesse, even though he's mean during recess. Help him find a good friend. That's what he needs. I love you, Jesus. Amen.
5: Amen. Thank you, God, for childlike faith.
0: Power and thankfulness, isn't there? And somehow in the midst of being thankful, it moves our eyes from our circumstances and moves our eyes from ourself. And it puts our eyes on the one who is the giver of all good gifts. And the one who gives hope, the one who gives joy, the one who gives love. And it's so easy for us to, to wallow in our circumstances, to get bogged down, but thanks and giving are our response back to God. Thanks and giving are our response back to Him, the one who gives every good gift to us I love that first Thessalonians 5 you know and it tells us that be joyful always and pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus and so if you ever wonder hey what is God's will for my life and we ask that question all the time you know what is God's will for my life and, and you just boil it down to this to be joyful always to pray continually and to give thanks to give thanks in all circumstances. Now, it doesn't say all thir- circumstances are good because there's a lot of hard things that we endure. But it says to give thanks in all circumstances. And oh, that we would be a thankful people, that we would be a grateful people, a people who see the blessings of God in the midst of the ordinary, a people whose eyes are open in the midst of whatever we're going through to say, God, you are bigger, you are greater, and I'm grateful. I may not understand, but I'm grateful. One of my favorite stories in the Bible happened when uh, Jesus had just fed the 5,000. And everybody was like, wow, this is awesome, this is incredible, truly, he is the Messiah. And then Jesus, it says, immediately put the disciples in a boat and sent them across the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus goes off to pray. Well, a huge storm comes up over the Sea of Galilee. And, and being there, you can see how the cliffs of Arbel and these mountains and storm can roll in. And the next thing you know, this, this quiet, docile kind of lake all of a sudden turns into huge waves and these fishermen are out there these disciples in the boat and they're scared but the bible says that Jesus came to them walking on the water and can you imagine that I mean these guys are panicked they're bailing water they're scared they're praying and they look up and here's Jesus coming out of the water and Peter looks up and says Lord if that's you tell me to come to you and I love Peter. I'm not sure he's going. I didn't think about that. Because, but he's just like, I just want to be where you are, Jesus. And so Jesus says, come. And, and Peter steps out of the boat. And he steps onto the water. And it says he starts to walk on the water. He's taking this step of faith. He's following. He's trusting. And he's looking at Jesus. But then there's this line there in Matthew where it says, but then he saw the wind. Now, can you see the wind? No. But Peter took his eyes off Jesus and he started seeing the waves. He saw the wind. He was worried about his circumstances. He was worried about all the things that were going on. And so many times, boy, we stay up at night worrying and worrying and worrying, don't we? And it says that he began to sink. And I love this word. Immediately, Jesus reaches down. Immediately, and he grabs his hand, he pulls him up. He says, Peter, come on. And they step back into the boat, all the other disciples there, and Jesus calms the storm. he says, you guys, your little faith, trust me. Hold on to me. And I believe in the boat, man. These guys are like, whoa, right. The Messiah can calm all of nature. He's bigger than anything we face. There was also this camaraderie. Aren't you thankful for a God who comes to us in the storms? Aren't you thankful for a God who meets us, even when we feel like we're sinking, and who reaches his hand out to us? But aren't you thankful for also the people in the boat with you? And Jesus didn't take Peter and say, hey, come on, man, let's go. We're going to sit down and have a conversation. Just that, He said, hey, let's get back in the boat because discipleship's lived out in community. It's lived out together. It's lived out in family and in small groups and ministering together and missions and serving. It's lived out here. Aren't you thankful for the people that God put around you? People who've encouraged you when you've taken the next step of faith, people who've been there and cheered for you, but also people who've wrapped their arms around you when times have been hard. I don't know what 2016 has been like for all of you. Maybe it's been your best year yet you're just so thankful and excited maybe for you it's been a hard year but aren't you thankful for the people who've been there stood with you cried with you prayed with you encouraged you this Thanksgiving will be a little different for our family Uh, my dad went home to be with Jesus in January so this will be our first Thanksgiving without him around the table Some of you know that, you know that emotion, you've felt that, and we miss him, we do. But I'm thankful for my dad, I'm thankful that he lived 85 years and he lived his life for Christ, thankful for the legacy he's passed on to us. But it's also taught me this, it's taught me to be thankful for the people around me, and to embrace the moments that we have, because we don't know what tomorrow holds but we know who holds tomorrow, and our faith in Him. So I'm going to ask you to do something this morning. If you have a smartphone with you, would you just pull that out, and I'm going to ask you to send a text this morning to somebody in your life that you're thankful for. Just send it. All you have to say is, I'm thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving. It could be your mom. It could be a dad. It could be a sibling who maybe is not coming for this Thanksgiving. It could be a son or a daughter who's living far away. It could be a coworker. It could be somebody else. I don't know. But I know this. <laughs> Embrace the moment. And maybe right now just take a moment and just say, hey, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Two people i'm thankful for luke and Catherine martha all and um, these guys are amazing and they're just special part of our church our church family and a special part of all of our lives and luke and Catherine, i just want to ask you guys what have you seen god do in the church this year in 2016.
7: well god's done so many great things for us um, just in our lives but also we've seen so many awesome things here at church (laughs) um I uh, have had the opportunity to uh, be part of the student ministry and um, teaching boys on Sunday mornings for several years now and uh, we have eighth and ninth grade daughters in student ministry and uh, so we get to see that as a parent's perspective but also as a leader's perspective. And um, I've been teaching the same group of boys for the last three years and uh, they're great kids and uh, what I've seen this year is that several of them have chosen to uh, give their hearts to Christ, Amen. which is awesome and a couple even baptism as well. Mm. And uh, what we see this church has done is that that's not the finish line for these kids, but that's actually just the beginning. Yeah. Um, so through uh, D-Now or local missions trips, um, even worship one, serve one on Sundays, they have a chance to uh, live their faith out. And uh, that's, a, that's a really cool thing to see. Mm. Um, and we've even seen our daughters participate in that through uh, Sunday mornings. it's actually over there on camera, uh, serving for us, so That's awesome. it's pretty awesome, and it's a, it's a great experience to be a part of.
6: Um, we've also seen God move in our community group um, mm-hmm. through prayer, and we just have an incredible group of men and women of God surrounding us and one another, and um, uh, really standing in the gap and praying and encouraging us along the way, and it's such a great community to be a part of. I love so, that. Yeah.
0: Tell me about your family. Tell me, what have you seen God do in the life of your family this year?
7: Well, this summer we had the opportunity to go to Moldova, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. And uh, we uh, had received an email earlier this year from a gentleman in the church saying, hey, I'm a leader of one of the teams going to Moldova, and um, we'd like to have some men come along and join us, because uh, it seems like that a lot of the kids really, really respond well to, to men being on those trips. And um, so I talked to Catherine about that, and... Um, we felt like that was something that God was calling us to do. And so I thought, you know, sure, I'll go over there and we'll do that and serve. And, um, but we both grew up in homes where we served on missions trips with our families and those things. And so um, we said, hey, why don't we bring Ann and Sarah, see if they'd be interested in going. So um, we gave them the opportunity if they wanted to come that um, since there was a cost associated with it, that they can uh, earn a portion of their trip um, themselves through their hard work and um, if they wanted to do that, that that we'd uh, love to have them. And so um, they both said yes emphatically, and um, so Anne and Sarah worked hard all summer, even in the spring going into it, and um, raised their money, and off to Moldova we went. So that was pretty cool. Um, there were so many great things that happened in Moldova. I mean, um, we had the opportunity to be a part of the uh, the daily vacation Bible school that was there, which is cool and our girls they surf so boldly every day Um, even the conditions we were living in you know in the orphanage and um, little running water one toilet that worked (laughs) so um, we were so so blessed to see what God was doing in them and um, one of the highlights was the uh, graduation ceremony for the children in the transitional living home and seeing the transformation that God had made in their lives is um, truly amazing and powerful and um, that was just a great reminder that we serve the God. that's the God of the orphan and the forgotten. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to experience that with as a family was even more special. Yeah. So, um, another great moment was on the very first day uh, when we arrived, there was uh, one of the leaders, Allah. And uh, she was a former orphan and transitional living home student, now as a college student, and um, was acting as one of the leaders on the trip. And uh, she had an opportunity to have a conversation with. One of my daughters and just encouraged her saying hey no matter where you come from whatever your circumstances are um, even without the knowledge knowing that they were once foster children here in america um, that god can use those circumstances um, to change the world that was that was pretty neat that so is. our girls they were so excited um, to be there and even when you're in the plane just leaving quiche now they're going we got to come back this place is awesome um, so that's that's cool to see what god um, had done there in their lives for that
0: that's cool. Well, you guys, uh, you've seen God do great things, but how have you seen lives being impacted for Christ this year? Um,
6: well, we began this year with a three-year-old foster son named Jesse,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and um, he, we knew at the beginning of this year that we would have to send him back to his mom in Peru. Um, and so, Jesse was just a joy in such a sweet part of our family that it's hard to even talk about him still um, and sending him on that plane, but um, sorry. Um, But in those hard times, we did have the privilege to send him with the Jesus Storybook Bible Mm -hmm. in Spanish and in English in one copy, and then we sent his mom with Jesus Calling um, in Spanish, and so we hope and pray that their lives are impacted for Christ and that the Lord would continue to um, put people around them that point them to Christ, Mm -hmm. and it's a privilege to just get to pray for him every day, really, and um, so now we're ending our year with, um, a sweet new addition to our household. And we have Gabby, who's 19 and a half year old young woman, and she is 16 weeks pregnant, joining our family right now. And um, we have just been given so much. God has blessed us, and we want to take what He's given us and um, share His love and His grace and His mercy with other people. And everything we have is His, so we want to use it for His glory and, and for His kingdom. So, um, and, uh, in doing that, it's really an honor and a privilege to serve and um, care for God's children. And in doing that, our lives have been greatly impacted, and um, our families' lives. And we pray that our children are seeing what it's like to be the hands and feet of Jesus, and to really love God with all of our hearts, and to um, love our neighbor as ourselves. And being a foster parent and walking the journey that we've walked hasn't always been easy, but God has really... Um, just proven himself faithful in every little detail as we've just taken one step at a time one day at a time and um we just um we truly serve a living god who is really living and working among us if we would let him he'll work through us and luke and i made a commitment um to really say yes to the lord and no matter what the outcome is we know and we trust that he is um, guiding our every step and opening and closing doors as he sees fit and um, I'm sorry, I'm shaking. I'm no, so nervous. Um, we really, um, we're just, um, we, he's called us to things that we just don't feel capable of doing. But we know that when we focus on Jesus, and like you were talking mm-hmm. about with Peter, we know, you know, he walked out of that boat, stepped on water, and focused on Jesus. And so when we do that, we can tread in water that we never thought possible. Um, but just like Peter, if we start to focus on our circumstance, then we will sink. And I have been paralyzed with fear in certain areas of this journey. But when I dig into the Lord and pray and beg his Holy Spirit for wisdom and guidance and peace, that he really shows up every time. Wow. So That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay. I love that, Catherine. I love... You know, that the thanks and that giving, it's our response to God. And when you do that, it's you're putting your faith and your trust in Him and not in the things of this world. And What are you guys thankful for? I mean, as you look back over the whole years, what would you say you're thankful for?
6: We're th- uh, we have so much to be thankful for, um, for sure. Um, a God who gives grace and mercy, new mercies every day because we need them so much. Um, and a living God who is really walking with us every step of the way. we're thankful for each other um, and our children and Gabby and um, our friends and our church that's like family, our community group that's like family, and um, truly just everything He's given us, we're so blessed.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we're thankful for you guys, and we're thankful that we're on this journey with you and watching your kids you know, grow up in the Lord and seeing them serve and seeing you guys in your heart. And it's a joy to be in this boat together and to step out of faith. And to watch God do what only God could do. So, thanks for sharing this morning. Thank you're yes, great. Thank you. Great. Uh, if you have a Bible, turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter eight. I want you to see this today. Deuteronomy chapter eight. The children of Israel were slaves in Egypt, and God delivered them, right? I mean, when you're a slave and the Egyptians are over you, I mean, you have no hope, you have no help, there's no way you're getting out. And God sent a deliverer, a man named Moses. And Moses confronted Pharaoh, and 10 plagues later, God opens the door for the children of Israel to walk out. And God's taken them to the promised land. Now, you can imagine being a slave, right, and then coming into the desert and living in the desert and, and God providing for his people, but but. Thinking in your mind, going, Wow, when we get into the promised land, you know, it's going to be incredible. This land flowing with milk and honey and fruits and vegetables and all these things. And so God meets them and God tells them this in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And they'll pick up here in verse 10. God says to the people, Hey, when you go into the land, right? And when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Failing to observe his commands, his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day, otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, and you have all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud. And you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of a land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of a hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble and to test you. So that in the end, it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, my power and strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers, as it is today. And I think about that passage, and I think about it for all of us, right? When you look at your life, you guys, we have so much for which to be thankful. And I love watching that video with that little girl because when I pray with my daughters, they start to pray about all these things. God, thank you for our house. God, thank you for our car. God, thank you for... They just go on with this list. And I love hearing them pray that way. And then they start to pray for everybody they've ever met, right? And they they just pray and they pray. and And I love that. And I pray in our lives, hey, we would be thankful people. That we would be thankful for every part of our lives, in every aspect of our lives. And just like this passage calls us, that when God blesses us, and he has, when God gives us houses, when God brings us into a, a beautiful land and a wonderful country in which we live and a beautiful place in which we live, that we won't forget the Lord our God. That we won't say, well, it's my hands that provided all this. It's my strength that have done all this. That we would say, no, 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 no. It is the Lord my God who has done this, that we would be thankful. And so this morning, we have the incredible privilege of saying, Lord, it's all about you. As I look back on this year and I see the great things you've done, as as I look back on this year and see the way you've provided for me and and manna and quail, right? But you have given me food to eat and I've been satisfied and I will have more food to eat coming this week and I will be more than satisfied. But but God, I want to stop in the busyness of life, and I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. I want
8: to say thank you. My name is Marta. I have three children. I have a of six years, another nino de one year and a half, and a of five My family and I participate in Path Project. Eh, yo, ven, yo soy parte de mamá y yo, que es un grupo de, de niños desde cero meses hasta cuatro años. Miss Margaret Llena ese visitas a las casas, eh, les lee a los niños, que es bastante bueno porque a mi hijo de año y medio le ha ayudado bastante. Él tiene un poco de problemas con habla y gracias a eso puede, puede estar mejorando.
4: Martha is such a great example of the type of families that we get to partner with at the PATH Project. She um, is super involved with getting her son to come to tutoring every Thursday. She comes to our mommy and me with her two little sons. Um, She signed up for the home visit, so I go to her house once a month and work with her little kids. Not only that, she's really willing to volunteer. She'll make food for things when we have a party and she'll help out when I need a volunteer up at the school, she'll wanna help out with that. And she just always makes sure that her kids are really involved in the things that we offer at path project not only do i feel like we're really um, helping these kids academically and socially but um, it is our hope and prayer that we're really helping these kids spiritually and that we're showing them that there is a god that loves them and a god that has a plan for them and it's our prayer that um, they would just put their trust in god
8: too porque me ha servido para relacionarme con otras mamás, conocer más mamás y saber cuáles son los problemas que tienen las otras mamás y sentirnos apoyadas entre nosotras. Path Project me ha enseñado que a tener fortaleza y, y tener esperanza, que todo, que todo se puede uh, arreglar de una forma positiva y que podemos, podemos entre nosotros a una, solución, a una solución, a los problemas, y sobre todo, uh, inculcarles a nuestros hijos que hay esperanza, que hay, hay de sobresalir en la vida.
0: Guys, it's amazing what's happening just two miles from our church, right here in Franklin Estates, and so many lives are being impacted. Many of you are volunteering on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and Margaret Jane and leading that cause and that effort over at Path Project. Hopefully you received this uh, kind of brochure in the mail this week, and it outlines some of the things that we are doing here, and uh, it's awesome. So on December 18th, we're going to have a chance to give a gift. We do a red envelope gift every year because we just want to invest and give back to God what God has been doing in our lives. And so you can read some of these stories, but it's amazing what's happening and what God's doing, and I love doing this together. And next week, we'll be talking about Share the Hope, so we're starting Christmas, so Come next Sunday, and you'll have the place all decorated for Christmas, and it's going to be exciting. Great series throughout the Christmas season. Uh, Also, I'm going to be praying for you. I pray you have a great Thanksgiving. I pray this is your best Thanksgiving yet, and I pray that you're truly thankful. Let's stand together. Let me pray a blessing over us, and let's go and live it out. Father God, thank you. God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for church. Thank you for family, for community. God, thank you that we could come to you and respond. You are so good to us, and we love you, Father, and we dedicate this week to you, this Thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all God's people said, "Amen." amen. Thanks for being here today. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great, great day. God bless.